Welcome to another episode of our Ivy MBA podcast. During this episode, hear from current MBA students as they share their experience with the popular elective course, the International Study Trip. Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, my name is Lindsay Lippman. I'm part of the MBA recruiting and admissions team here at the Ivy Business School. Very excited for today's podcast. I am very fortunate to be joined by some of our amazing students who are willing to share their experience on probably one of our most popular electives, the International Study Trip. Uh, this is a great opportunity if you've got a bit of a travel bug or you want to fill some more stamps in your passport or just simply want to get away from Canada in the heart of winter. It's a great chance to get away to one of three locations, which are certainly warmer and less snow than here in the city. Uh, so to kick this off, I'm going to start with Manat, if you don't mind introducing yourself, telling us where you were before joining the IVNBA and which location of a study trip that you went on. Certainly. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, so yes, my name is Manat Kaur. Um, prior to IV, I attended, um, or I went to um, York University to do my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing, um, and I practiced as an emergency registered nurse for about four and a half years. Um, and for the study trip, I went to Portugal. Oh, very nice. I'm sure you had a lovely time there. I can't wait to hear all about it. Uh, Jen, let's go over to you next. Yeah, hi everyone. Um, my name is Jennifer Yewon Kim, and I'm actually a Western alum. So I was quite familiar with Ivy before deciding to come to Ivy for MBA. And uh, I was actually a product manager at a SaaS company in the financial and mortgage industry uh, pre Ivy. And I went to Costa Rica and had a lot of fun. Uh, I bet that's definitely on my list to travel to. So uh, I'll have to pick your brain a little bit further to hear all about your experience. And last but not least, Mike. Thanks so much, Lindsay. So uh, my name is Michael Wyshlewski, uh, IV class of 2023. And uh, prior to the MBA program, I was a advisor in the Ontario government. And uh, yeah, the uh, sunny Silicon Valley was uh, was my study trip in, in December and uh, can't say enough good things about it. They called you, didn't it? Just going down to Southern California. I mean, really, how, how can you deny that in uh, the heart of December here in Canada? That's awesome. Right. Wow, that would be a great trip as well. So really no, no wrong trip to choose, but be interesting to hear from your own perceptions on the experiences, some of the takeaways, and certainly going about, um, you know, the, the I guess school side in terms of choosing that trip as part of the elective bidding. So maybe why don't we kick off with that? And maybe, Michael, you'll go first. Um, just talking to us about, you know, with our electives, there was a bidding process involved with that. So maybe sharing how you approach bidding for this likely sought after uh, international study trip. Right. So you do hear about these international study trips far in advance uh, of them, actually. It's um, I think the first information session we had uh, was the summer was was in July. And uh, that's when you really get a taste of what these trips will be like. Um, there are obviously no, uh, no defined schedule yet, but you do get to know uh, what you'd be doing in each, uh, each of the three locations, uh, Silicon Valley, California, Portugal, and, and Costa Rica. And so if, for those of you who know how the elective process works, uh, there are points to, to bid on different courses. And um, the study trips themselves are, are considered a course, and you would have to allocate your points uh, towards choosing each one. Um, I can't speak on the competitiveness of each, but I would say that within the bidding process, 
you should allocate a uh, mid to actually lower end for for the the study trips. And uh, but but again, if you are uh, so keen on on a certain location, I, I think that you would bid um, more competitively uh, toward, towards them. Um, so within the uh, within the, within the bidding process, um, most if not all uh, students got their first choice for the for the trips, and uh, everybody walks away uh, satisfied. That's that's for sure. Um, yeah, and uh, you get to know uh, later on in the uh, fall, I believe. You guys can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Later on in the fall, where uh, you actually find out where you're where you're going, along with the uh, the elective courses that uh, you, you're successfully enrolled in. And uh, I think I'll I think I'll leave it uh, with that. And if uh, Jennifer or or Manat, you have anything to add to the to the process, please. Yeah, the info session um, I just talked about. We actually get to hear from the faculties who will be um, actually mentoring and leading the trips. So it's nice to know um, who would be in charge of our group. And if you happen to know the faculty, then you have a familiar face already. Um, so interestingly enough, I actually went to the info session with Silicon Valley in my heart. Um, so I didn't, I, I was really keen on going to Silicon Valley, um, uh, coming from tech industry, I really wanted to, you know, visit all the cool headquarters um, in San Francisco. So I, you know, I, I would say I didn't necessarily go into it with a super open mind. I know I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I was there to hear everyone else out. And then when Costa Rica came up, um, I really knew nothing about uh, the country or, or you know, the culture or anything. So that info session actually, um, um, I guess, spiked some interest. Um, so it was, so I would say my advice is that do go to that info session with an open mind because you will likely to find out, um, you know, if you actually want to try uh, elsewhere. Um, but I guess even if, even that, Info session perhaps wasn't like strong enough for me because I guess I really wanted to go to San Francisco. <laughs> so I actually successfully enrolled in the San Francisco um, uh, elective after the bidding um, system. And then um, after after talking to more friends and um, you know what the cohort was really expecting out of each trip, um, that's when I sort of changed my mind. So mm -hmm. I actually um, emailed the program office to see if the cost of the trip was full, and it wasn't. So I was easily able to um, transfer it over. Wow. Oh, that's a, you're right, because it's your tech background. You would naturally think Silicon Valley, and then you go, and then you're thinking, actually, no, I'm, I want to head down and see what the Costa Rica is all about. So that's very cool. Okay, that's good to know that there's some a bit of flexibility likely there if it's not filled, that you can sure. swap yeah. out. So that's great. And Manat, what about you? Is it similar to either experience? Um, I knew for sure I wanted to go to Europe and this was <laughs> okay. a Europe option. Um, and I already had an idea that a couple of my friends and I, we would definitely plan a pre-Portugal and a post-Portugal trip. Um, so it was, I, I knew what I wanted and I got it, thankfully. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And we should actually mention too, that is, I think the, one of the great parts of the, when this trip occurs is the timing because it lines up with the holiday break here on campus. Yeah. So students aren't going back, I think, until the second week of January. So you have a pretty good period of time that if you want to stay overseas, whether in Europe or down south, or travel somewhere else, you don't have to rush back to Canada um, to go to class. Exactly. So that's great. Now, 
obviously there's some costs associated with these trips that it is a curriculum course, but it's not covered in your tuition. There are some costs covered by um, the program. So maybe if, if one of you want to talk a little bit of high level in terms of what someone could expect, I'm sure the program office will share more about it, but just to get an idea early on some of the extra costs um, to partake in this trip. Um, I can kick it off. So uh, when once we were enrolled in the, the course, um, we were notified that by a certain day, we have to pay a deposit of a certain amount. Um, so because the term deposit was used, a lot of us were under the impression that we have to pay extra after. But to our surprise, that was it. So oh. um, it was really nice to find out that whatever we paid up, uh, up front to reserve our spot was in, um, actually the cost that we would pay the school as part of um, to be part of this school trip. Um, on top of that, you have to worry about your own airfare. Uh, and obviously, someone like Manette, and I did that as well, um, if you're planning a trip um, outside of that immediate study trip um, uh, date, then you would have to, you know, more costs would be incurred uh, for your own purposes. But other than that, um, it's um, other than airfare and some meals that you're on your own, most of the things are covered really nicely. Um, and the fee uh, mainly covered, I would say, accommodation and um, and transportation within uh, within San Jose for myself, um, and and also some like speakers, yeah, and a lot of food. And trust me, we got fed really, really well. Um, <laughs> we were saying that, like, some of us were saying, I don't remember the last time we were hungry, like literally. <laughs> so I mean, some meals, like I said, you have to pay for your own. But once the, some of the meals that were covered were really nice, really well executed, so the money was well worth it in my opinion. For sure. Just to add on, even the attractions that we went to, um, oftentimes we would get like passes. So we wouldn't even have to pay to attend this particular museum or this particular conservation area or whatever attraction site it may be. It was literally here, Manat, here's your pass. Go ahead enjoy. Go crazy, uh, which was nice to really uh, be fully enriched in the Portuguese culture that I could say in Portugal. <laughs> and to that, uh, to that point, uh, yeah, the as Jen was, was saying, it's the courses are heavily subsidized by the Ivy Business School. And um, I think it's important to uh, keep that in mind because that the school, the school is encouraging students to, um, you know, get out and see the world from different perspectives. And um, yeah, the, 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 the school puts a lot of uh, support behind these behind these trips uh, yeah we prepared um i would say about a thousand dollars was was for the silicon valley trip and then for flights um you are booking those yourself as well and then any any spending money on top of that but uh like jen said a lot was uh, a lot was um taken care of uh, in the silicon valley trip the uh the hotels and the in and the travel all around the the Bay Area and and uh, outside of San Francisco as well. Um, yeah, you are you are treated uh, very well down uh, where, where, um, wherever you do end up on your trip. Oh, that's that's great to hear. And from what I I understand as well, most students participate in this trip, like a high percentage, and one of the trips at least, right? That most students are are somewhere overseas and not on campus. So certainly continues to be quite quite popular and worthwhile. And it's great that the school can help financially support because it's tough when you're not working for a year and now um, hey, spend some morning and get some global education. But it's nice to have um, that support for sure. So well, let's. Really like yeah. Um, I actually want to add one more thing. Of course. The cost was, I think it was invaluable because some of the experience we ended up getting was very invaluable. It was very hard to like put a price tag to it, right? Like honestly, as a as a regular 
as a regular tourist, you can't really go into, you know, like a meta headquarters, right? Like things like that. So it's very hard to put a price to the activities you end up doing yeah. during this trip. And I think that's one of the really important things to remember. Okay. No, that, that's great, Jen. Actually, we'll... It's a great segue to, and maybe you can kick it off for us around in terms of let's dive a bit deeper in terms of what you did on the trip. Um, you know, if it's about a week long, uh, let's talk about actually in terms of maybe the companies that you visited. Uh, I'm hopeful there was some fun and some social or downtime outside of the activities. And then, of course, because this is a course, uh, the academic component uh, that is involved with this uh, study trip. So, Jen, do you mind maybe kicking it off on, on the uh, trip down to Costa Rica? Can we kick it off with Mike? I can go. I can go. That's <laughs> okay, Mike. Sorry, well, Mike, we'll kick it off with you. Let's go with you first. It's been a busy year for us. A lot's uh, a lot's happening. A lot's gonna go, Lindsay. I know you can uh, empathize with empathize with that. So yeah, um, so the Silicon Valley trip, the second week of December, um, it was a you know, it was action packed. Every single day there was there was something uh, that uh, that you know sparked different people's interests. Um, you, you hear a lot right now, whether you're a uh, prospective student or a current candidate or an alumni, you hear trust the process a lot. Um, <laughs> that one is a, that one is a staple. And we did not get our itinerary until about uh, two weeks to a month before, but we didn't need to. And the point that I wanted that I want to make is that um, so we had we had uh, Darren Meister uh, as our uh, as our trip lead, our, our faculty lead, and um, what the trip that he put together was fantastic. We didn't really need to uh, we didn't really need, need the itinerary in, in advance because Darren put together such a such a strong and uh, well encom like all encompassing trip. And um, so with with that. Um, we were able to visit some of the top tech companies in the world, uh, along with organizations, incubators like Plug and Play. Um, that was, we were walking the halls of um, the same halls as entrepreneurs that had exited multi-million dollar companies. And uh, it was really a, a feeling of uh, encouragement and inspiration as we as we went to these uh, these locations. Like Jen mentioned, we went to Meta as well, where Ivy alumni actually work at the moment uh, at the moment, and were able to show us around the uh, the campus. Um, I tell people about the about the trip, and I use uh, words like angels and uh, you know incubators and uh, all the all the tech lingo that that goes on down there and. Uh, it sounds a bit, a bit like a fairy tale. It sounds like it's not, it's not, uh, uh, not a real place. But um, the city was uh, was breathtaking. The architecture as well. Traveling around to these tech companies and and getting a look at the different districts in San Francisco. That was that was pretty fantastic. And we also not only got to see the uh, the, the companies themselves and uh, you know the. Um, and, and what makes Silicon Valley uh, Silicon Valley? But we also got to have different perspectives. We did a walking tour of the of the Tenderloin District in, in San Francisco, and um, this area was uh, was is is um, affected by poverty and uh, and, and and a large struggle within the within the community. Hmm. And uh, we we got to see uh, the other side of things, and it, and it really opened our perspective to. The importance of um, of social impact within companies, and uh, we did we did hear of a lot of tech companies 
that support the Tenderloin District in, in, in various ways. Um, and we got to uh, we got to meet uh, a Tenderloin District's uh, a major community organizer named Del Seymour, and he told us a lot about the a lot about the district, and it was extremely impactful uh, for for many of us uh, on the trip. And um, but the, the fun side too, we got to uh, head to a winery, we got to try many different restaurants uh, within uh, within San Francisco that uh, are well known nationally and internationally. Um, there was again, like I said, there was a it was a perfectly all encompassing trip, uh, really really well balanced with the programming, and uh, yeah, it, you know can't thank the faculty enough, Darren Meister, who put together such a good trip for us. Enough from me. Would love to hear about uh, the other side of uh, um, you know in Costa Rica and, and Portugal, please, Manada Jen. Yeah, no, I can continue at this point. Um, She's so ready now. She's ready now to share. I'm ready now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I can talk about uh, our trip in Costa Rica. Uh, we were led by Lucas Mondani and um, uh, really helpful to have a Spanish-speaking faculty with us as well. <laughs> I bet. Yes. It, was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And also, um, I mean, this was a little special to our timing, but the World Cup was happening. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of, you know, I was going to mention yeah. I, I bet it was crazy. It was wild. Yeah. Um, for so for us, it was um, very uh, enjoyable to watch Lucas uh, go crazy over uh, Argentinian games. Um, that was just a cherry on top of everything. But um, but uh, kidding aside, like honestly, the trip was also filled with um, uh, academic opportunities and also just a lot of like key takeaways. And remember, I said I didn't really know much about Costa Rica. So that was one of the reasons why I signed up for it, because if I were to trap, um, I guess, plan a trip to a place that I'm not really familiar with, I would have to put a lot of research into it, right? Like where to stay, how to get around, what are the some of the top things to see in the country? I didn't have to do any of that. Like I also trusted the process. And all I knew was that I was flying out of Toronto, flying into San Jose with a bunch of my friends, and I kind of let things go. Mm -hmm. I just... Um, put myself um, and and I just let myself immerse into that um, experience. So um, Costa Rica was actually full of um, learnings on sustainability, nature, and business. Mm. And um, it was very nice to see that theme um, occur through diff like at different um, activities that we did. So, for example, um, you know, the, one of the first things we did was a San Jose city tour. Um, you know, we just walked around and our tour guide would explain, you know, the history and why certain things were set up um, within the downtown area. Um, what some of the, um, you know, like pointing out really beautiful buildings such as National Theater of Costa Rica and some of the history behind it. So it really set the tone that we weren't just there to play and enjoy the warm weather. We were, you know, um, we learned a lot. Um, in terms of how Costa Rica came about and how um, people of Costa Rica really appreciated their um, home. So that was really nice. And um, some of the activities we did was um, we had a lot of panel um, or speaker series. Um, and we were fortunate enough to have speakers from a company like HP and um, Purdy Motors and also a really nice group of uh, young entrepreneurs. And everyone, I bet they didn't talk to each other, but the reoccurring theme of sustainability, nature, and business was so nice that like to hear because we knew that 
that's how Costa Rica really um, ran, right? Like it was nice to hear that all these speakers, different speakers would talk about almost the same thing, but in their own way, which was really nice to learn about. Um, and also Costa Rica known for their um, coffee, right? So we ended up going to Starbucks coffee farm. Um, as long as I remember, that's the only farm that allows tourists in, in the world. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that was the only coffee farm in the world that people could actually visit, do a tour of the farm and, you know, buy some coffee uh, as souvenirs. So that was, it was beautiful. There was like a waterfall. And again, we learned about coffee life cycle and how business and also nature played out and also yeah. the challenges. Um, yeah. you know, what rain means, what climate changes mean to coffee farms around the world. Stuff like that. You really you don't really get to research about, you mm -hmm. know, when you're on your own trip. Yeah. Yeah. And um after that we, you know, went to also uh, places like Coas Volcano and also uh, Manuel Antonio National Park where we could uh, look at the um uh well, actually we spotted some um sloth, like Oh they're my really? <laughs> yeah, they're actually really cute and they're not as slow as you think. Really. So that was really fun. And we also had a really nice beach day. Um, That's nice. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, overall, just full of activities built on this theme mm -hmm. I talked about. Mm -hmm. And it was just so nice. And you, like everyone in Costa Rica was so happy. So nice to deal with. Mm -hmm. They're so pleasant mm -hmm. to deal with. So um, um, this thing, Pura Vida. Yes. Is, yeah. yeah I, I bet you've heard of it before. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, oh, good morning, how's everybody? Pura vida, right? Oh, thank you for joining us uh, at this panel. Pura vida, everything was pura vida, but it really helped us get through the um, this jam-packed um, trip. So yeah, great time. Wow. I mean, I'm sorry, but not, I don't know how you're going to live up to these two experiences so far. They're both so comprehensive. I mean, there's a there's a wine tour, there's social impact, there's sustainability, there's coffee tours. I mean, I I mean, I'm I'm waiting to hear what you've got to say, but so far, these well, sound let me remarkable. Get started. Let's hear about it. Let's carve out another hour for Portugal. Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, so we definitely kickstarted kick the whole uh, week of events with a fancy dinner at this beautiful art gallery. Um, and it was just a very nice moment to just, it was very exclusive. It was just us. I want to say around 30-ish people, uh, not including faculty. Um, faculty uh, made a couple speeches. I know one of the um, Ukrainian exchange students made a lovely speech um, that was really heartfelt um, considering the climate that's happening between the Ukrainian Russian war. And she was so thankful of being there. And that speech really resonated with all of us and just the opportunity that we're having just to be in Portugal. Um, and that was incredible. Um, so we kickstarted that. Um, the next day we went to the Bank of Portugal and that kind of set the ground um, or the idea of what's happening in the Portuguese climate uh, in terms of economy. Um, so they've definitely gone through their hardships regarding the oil crises and regarding bankruptcies. And so I was able to actually connect between my macroeconomics class and the teachings about the contra, <laughs> oh my God, I can't say the word. Contractionary and expansionary Ramel, policy changes. Ramel, Ramel would be really proud. Thank okay. you. Thank um, you. <laughs> um, but we definitely had an opportunity to apply like quantitative easing and forward guidance and really uh, mesh our learnings between Ivy Business School and then the stuff that we're, that we're learning about the Portuguese uh, economy over there. 
Um, and then there's a huge startup Lisboa um, culture that's in Lisbon in particular. And so they actually invite all of the digital nomads around the world. And I never knew that it's pretty much like a world summit of, hey, this is a one-stop shop hub, we'll help you. And it's honestly Portugal's way of growing their own economy, um, which was fantastic. And they literally help you from finding a place to stay, how to make this more sustainable. These are your angel investors if you want to be involved with. And so they not just want to help, you know, of course, their their the country of Portugal succeed, but also the people, um, which was huge. And then we learned more about the social issues um, that are happening in Portugal, like criminals not, or, or there's overcrowdedness in prisons. Um, and it's worldwide, but more so in Portugal. And so usually there's a stigma that goes associated with a prisoner, for example, and they don't get a great job. So there's actually a company that we went to and spoke with and how they're fighting that whole problem. So not only, not only are they fighting criminal recidivism, but also unemployment rates. So it was just so dynamic to see how all these companies are targeting such major social issues um, within Portugal itself um, and beyond. Um, and another particular company called Reshape Ceramics, um, we were able to really bridge our lessons from our strategy class on how are you creating value? How are you capturing value? And how are you distributing value? Um, so really being able to apply what we've learned again at Ivy and applying it to this new context. So with, of course, the wine tasting that we went to, we went to a brewery, we went to all these different companies, um, but it was just nice to see um, real life application examples of what we're learning at Ivy Business School. Um, and of course, we were in Portugal for the FIFA World Cup. That was insane. Um, every night, every lunch as well, we would go to a sports bar and it's packed. I never understood that Portugal is massively diverse. Um, so every country, no matter which country was playing, there was always a huge crowd that followed. And it was such a nice moment to just just go crazy, have fun, and just really enjoy the special time um, that, you know, the World Cup provided us all, I would say. Um, and then one of my favorite features uh, in Europe, or in Portugal, rather, was the tuk-tuk tour that we were on. So it was, it was in the very beginning as well, but in Lisbon, it's a very hilly area. So our tour guide um, that was with us for the whole week, she spoke Portuguese and she coordinated this amazing um, activity for us all to hop on a tuk-tuk that basically was the driver and six of us. Uh, so we had multiple of these like small little tuk-tuks and drove us around, gave us a great, um, I guess, exploration of what Lisbon is. Um, and then that week as well, we also went to other cities like Kashkai, which is like a coastal beachside area um, in like the Lisbon coastline. And we also went to Sintra, which you like, oh my God, it was just breathtaking with the beautiful architecture and the views. So I can't rave enough about Portugal. <laughs> wow. I get, okay. So you, you lived up to the other two experiences. I will give you that. Um, right. that uh, yeah. You did not, did not skip a beat or not at all the, the lesser than trip. So wonderful. I mean, again, I, it's, I love how comprehensive these trips are that there is so much learning that you've each touched on in terms of 
And I, you know, the, you learn from the program so far and you go there and you're probably not even expecting that you're going to be able to tie into these conversations so naturally. And then it comes through like, wow, I can apply this knowledge to the situation where I really understand what they're going through, given sort of the education I've had so far. Uh, I'm very happy to hear there was a lot of fun and social um, while you were there because it is a work hard, play hard program. So I'm, I'm sure the trip did not fail in that um, tagline either is one of our many taglines that we have at Ivy. Uh, you trusted the process and it worked out well. So that's fantastic. Now, if you could maybe just give a little bit more color to the actual like curriculum piece that you maybe had a hand in or that was graded, what did that actually look like? I can start. Um, so prior to the trip, prior to leaving London, um, there are a couple of classes that you do with your instructor. So mine was Nuri Najjar um, and the cohort or the class that you're going to Portugal with. So in those particular in-class sessions, we had projects and presentations. Uh, my particular group focused on the food and beverage industry that's happening in Portugal. So we were assigned two different companies. Um, so we would do our in-class presentation and then during the trip, when we're en route to visiting those facilities, our group would take over the mic that was um, that was um, in our bus, and we would just give a quick lowdown of what we're doing, and I guess the fun facts um, regarding this brewery that we're going to, or regarding this agricultural site that we're going to. Um, and then in particular with Portugal, similar to to um, to Jen's comment about a consulting project, we were actually helping a soft company um, scale to the international markets. So while we're in Portugal, we had to come up with a plan. And on our final day, we had to present to this company saying, hey, this is what the problem is. This is what we recommend and where to go from there. Um, and then last but not least, we had an individual reflection on what we learned, um, what are the key um, lessons that we could tie in from our learnings from Ivy and bridge it over into Portugal. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize there was courses or classes pre-trip. So that's how she did the curriculum. I see. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So for Costa Rica, um, we just had one class, um, sorry, like two sessions in one day. So we okay. just had to do that uh, sometime in November uh, before leaving. And our class was just all about um, learning about Costa Rica, their um, business climate, um, what their economy looked like, uh, so that you know we had a little bit of a baseline to really understand what we could um, expect. And our um, business challenge competition was about helping a local fishery, a real fishery, mm -hmm. um, um, help, uh, I guess, assist their fisher people in terms of um, perhaps giving out microfinancing options, um, how to really lend money in the way that it incentivizes incentivizes them to do better job as well as um, build their financial literacy. Um, so during our um, uh, study session, uh, the the person from that company actually came online um, via Zoom and talked to us and and share the real issues. And, and he obviously didn't uh, want to explore the options that he had already looked into, but he just wanted to present the business challenge that his fishery was uh, facing, and he just left it us to figure it out. Um, and to do that, we have to really learn, like we have to research more than just, oh, do this, do that, right? You have to really understand the climate, that that this, this person is very familiar, but we're not. So um, that's the first 
that was like the first part of the study set uh, the trip session um in in that november date i talked about and the second part of the um day it, we were broken up into uh, several groups and we just brainstormed mm -hmm. so we just brainstormed started um, assigning a few things among ourselves and um before we left, we tried to come up with at least some um, concrete ideas that we could pursue. And um, the groups met just a couple more times um, at our hotel uh, during the trip to really uh, finalize our PowerPoint deck um, and the, the solutions that we want to present to the, to the person that we had met over Zoom. Um, and one of the days during the trip, he actually came into our hotel and we had a morning full of just, it was like essentially case competition. Yeah, so we presented it. Um, so I can't, like I said, I can't talk too much about it because we signed an NDA. It was a real company, but it was that is very cool. Problems, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was really cool. Yeah. And then, and was, so, so then that also then did you feel in your traveling though? Did that impede your experience with knowing you had this work to do? And it still was enjoyable, obviously. No, I would. I don't. Think not so. at all. Not. Yeah. At all. Okay. Um, I mean, we knew that we had to do this, but also we ended up using a lot of um, lessons or takeaways from the um, the other parts of the trip uh, we because the presentation was towards the end of the trip so um, during our presentation we talked a lot about the stuff that we learned during the trip which made our presentation more relevant to Costa Rica um, right. it wasn't just you know a group of Canadian MBA you know school peers talking about something it was like okay Throughout the trip, these are some of the things we learned about Costa Rica, and therefore it makes sense for you to pursue, uh, you know, these initiatives. Um, so yeah, that was that was a really cool learning experience. And similar to Manette, um, post trip we also had an individual uh, reflection paper to submit. Um, but it's not really like it's it's very I don't want to say easy, but you just have to be authentic and you just have to share what you learned. You just reflect on what your experience was like. And um, that was, that was, um, that really summed up nicely uh, the whole trip because it wasn't just about, oh, let me look at the pictures. No, you actually, there were a lot of academic sides to it too. Yeah, the, uh, the deliverables were writing themselves. Really. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we had a, for the Silicon Valley study trip, we had the opportunity to be a venture capitalist, a VC, uh, for a day where a local angel investor actually brought us in and had an early stage tech company um, pitch to us. And the activity was to, through the lens of, of, of a VC, we had to uh, accept or had to listen to the offer of the early stage startup and value the company based on our projections and to give back a counter offer and also feedback towards the uh, towards the startup, which was a fantastic uh, experience too. And but like my like my colleague said, you know, Jennifer, not the 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 learning was the outside of the classroom experience, the hands on experience. And uh, myself, I have a I have an early stage startup uh, as well that was uh, started in the new venture project actually at. Uh, at Ivy and to see another early stage startup um, pitched to, uh, you know, pitch to me and my colleagues, that was, that was a really cool experience. And, and it also gave, um, gave me the motivation that this is, this is entirely possible. Um, and this is a, uh, and it was, it was proof. It was really proof that you, that this was, that this journey um, was, was, was possible, especially in a place like, uh, like Silicon Valley, given it's a, uh, 
given its business climate. But uh, I'd echo the sentiment of my my colleagues and say the um, the homework does itself, and uh, the deliverables were were only adding to the the experience of the trip itself. Mm-hmm. Wow, wonderful! That's that's great to hear when the homework is worthwhile and enjoyable. It's not always the case, so uh, that's that's fantastic to hear. And that it really did vary to a degree per trip. The experience in terms of the academic side of it, what the deliverable was, uh, always having the reflection piece, which I think is important. Like you said, you're you're visiting different areas as well as you've all touched on that, that some were impoverished, and I think there's a point of saying that showing gratefulness and appreciating what you have and reflecting on that time. Uh, I, I find in general, you travel there's a, there's a time to reflect. Maybe it's the plane experience. I'm not quite sure, but um, that does seem quite fitting to have for those international experiences. So I think it's pretty easy to take away that you would all recommend doing the trip. Uh, they get to say 100%. So that you couldn't do a trip in each location. You couldn't go away for a month and do one of each study trip to get the full international experience. Um, that'd be quite the, quite the time away. Now, I think uh, the group here, Manat, I know you added on some personal travel. Did anyone else tack on some personal travel? Yeah, I did as well. I actually extended my trip in Costa Rica for another week. Um, so that was um, very different from obviously the study trip as well. Hmm. Um, Yeah, so the study trip is usually one week. So my friends and I, we went ahead and did two weeks before Portugal and one week after Portugal. So in those four weeks, I ended up visiting eight different countries. It was- was bigger than home. That's totally understand that. You just went and just got that passport filled and experienced most of Europe probably. Exactly. And honestly, there was no better way with my Ivy friends that I just met in this condensed year. And for sure, these memories are going to carry on for many more moons. (laughs) It was fantastic. Michael, are you, did you extend or are you the lone shark here? Came back to Canada. I'm going to let Manat speak and for me and, and give all of her experiences. I was the, uh, I was the lone wolf that, that went okay. back. To okay. And, okay. Uh, that, that was it. But Manat, I, I've lived vicariously through you. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I think we all have for sure. Eight countries in a month. That's pretty, that's pretty great. Manat. That's uh, I don't know how great. I did it, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still smiling and thriving. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah, for myself, uh, actually, a bunch of us from the study trip extended it. Um, So we took about a five-hour drive from San Jose, went to a beach town called Tanarindo, rented a big Airbnb. Um, I think there were, like, 11 of us. So, yeah, and that one was just all about relaxing um, and walk down to the beach, go swimming, go surfing, and just eat lots of seafood, um, enjoy the warm climate. Um, so that was really fun. And uh, some of some of our group left early, but I uh, stayed for one more, well, uh, two more nights with a smaller group. And we also hit up something called uh, the Cloud Forest uh, in Costa Rica. So again, very different. I was just yeah. in the town, but then now up in the Cloud Forest, a uh, few layers added on. And we went up on hiking and we were literally hiking through clouds on a mountain it was such a different experience from my study trip of San Jose and then Camarindo and then this um it was it was just very different um every single you know like location and um a lot of fun a lot of memories um very different yeah I will say in Europe the special thing about 
traveling to Portugal or any European country, as a matter of fact, uh, in December was that there are a million Christmas markets. Mm, wow. So I made it a point to the group of individuals I was traveling with that said, hey guys, we gotta go to every Christmas market in every country that we're visiting. And it was incredible. You got to know every little country's own culture and it was just fantastic, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's something that I, I know we're all selling really hard right now. <laughs> so I need to grab the white back. Look, look, I, uh, if you're, I wanted to say one thing on this, uh, on this podcast and, uh, and, and to note that if you are keen on entrepreneurship, if you want to work in tech, um, this Silicon Valley trip is, you, you have to go, you okay. have to go to this. I would say so strongly to, I like my opinion is so strong. This, this trip is that. It, it should be a requirement in the entrepreneurship uh, certificate if you are taking the, the three entrepreneurial focused courses to also go on this trip. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, I would say with the with the size of, of uh, the impact of Silicon Valley within the Bay Area and in San Jose, um, it it alone would be one of the largest economies in the world. And you mm -hmm. see that and you see the impact that it has, the scale mm -hmm. it has. Um, when you're when you're down there and as having a, a early stage company myself I almost treated this trip as a, as a mission to go down and to uh, see things for myself in Silicon Valley the tech capital of the world but also to um, also to learn from entrepreneurs and learn from those in different stages who have companies in different stages uh, right now Anyways, that's myself. <laughs> that's fantastic. No, it's fantastic advice. I think it's important because yes, there's obviously right. That's a nice targeted fit, like targeted fit for someone, right? It's saying, and you wouldn't. Have, I mean, you, we all know Silicon Valley for that, but you wouldn't necessarily align the trip as being helpful with that. You might think, oh, I'm going to see some companies and see what it's like, but that's really important. Someone like yourself with that focus that you found that quite beneficial to a point of where you're maybe going to pitch it to the program team to make it a requirement for the uh, certificate program. Always selling, Lindsay. Always, always selling. selling. I love it. <laughs> Uh, well, to, to segue from Mike's great advice, what about Manat or Jen? Do you have a piece of advice for anyone traveling to either of, of you know Costa Rica or Portugal in terms of whether it's something to see or just preparation? Yeah, so this actually was the first Costa Rica trip that Ivy's MBA program has ever done. So That's right. mm -hmm. um, we were in a way, you know, a little guinea pigs, but happily. We were very happy and I'm a, I'm a, I love traveling. And for someone like me to say this was one of the best trips of my life, I mean it. Um, it wow. really was um, inspirational. The people made it so much better. Um, this was, this happens in the middle of what well, this happens, like we're term three out of the five elective periods that we have. And um, you don't get to really travel with your friends, especially if you don't, you know, choose to travel with them, right? Um, this was a lot of us came together because we either shared a common interest, right? Like Mike in with entrepreneurship or Minab, you know, really keen on Europe. Um, our group, some of us were really keen on sustainability. Some of us were just really keen on going away for the warm weather. So um, that group formed in itself, but it was such a diverse group and everyone brought in such a like diverse perspectives, even along the trip that the trip got uh, richer, I would say. 
And I was telling uh, the program office and our faculty uh, that this has to repeat. Like Costa Rica, please do not get rid of because it was a fantastic trip. And obviously, there are, you know, there are rooms of, uh, you know, in every trip, there will be a room, room for improvement. But at the same time, I was very with, happy with my choice. And I would go again, honestly. Can I just come next year as like uh, a TA or something? I would happy to be. Maybe you should be the, um, you know, the the chaperone, right? I mean, maybe you should be someone who can help with just attendance, making sure and shows up on time and you can be the guide. You know, I, I'm happy to do that on because it was such a such a great trip. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, very glad to hear that. That's fantastic, and it is continuing. I can tell you that they heard you loud and clear. So, yeah. um, <laughs> continuing forward. So, okay, good. It worked. Good. Um, my one piece of advice would be just come in with an open mind, no matter where you go. Um, be ready to just indulge your not indulge, but surround yourself with this new culture, this new um, way of thinking and be ready to honestly apply what you've learned at Ivy. I think when we're able to uh, make these connections, it really sticks with us in this one year program. Um, and that goes ahead with the friendships that we make on the program with faculty that's traveling with you, as well as the culture in itself of the country you're going to. Um, but yeah, definitely come in with an open mind, even if maybe your core group of friends aren't even going there. I think that allows you to be more vulnerable and really engage within that whole environment that you're about to explore. Oh, that's that's great. I'm glad you had a wonderful time as well in Portugal and extending on um, to your, yeah. your European travels. And I think you're right. You all, my takeaway from this is you you all really immerse yourselves. I mean, it's you're going to new countries you've not been to before, and even the U.S. Right? You're in your you're in you're out of your elements. You're in a whole new world uh, within the world, and so it's really important that you yeah don't be rigid. Lean in, immerse yourself, and take all the experiences in. Uh, and you sound like you all did. Uh, so that's uh, wonderful. Well, I want to thank you each for sharing your stories. I, I mean, I want to be a chaperone on these trips now moving forward. So I got to talk to the MBA program team and see what I can do here because it really just sounds like a, a fabulous experience through and through, both from learnings and own personal takeaways. Um, so thanks so much for sharing it. To our audience for tuning in, thanks for listening to these stories. I'm sure if you're joining the program with us, you're probably ready to keen to get your bidding ready to uh, make sure you too can partake in one of these uh, one of these activities. And uh, again, thanks again to everyone and uh, and to you. We'll certainly stay in touch, Manat, Jen, and Mike. Um, you're soon to be alumni, so looking forward to seeing what the next chapters bring for you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information on our program please visit go.ivy.ca slash MBA.